2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Using Movement to Change Your Stress Level with our guest speaker, Deb Marinos. Um, this is a call co-sponsored between Oral Hall Park, or excuse me, Hall Foundation and ACBO of Oregon. Um, I am Desiree Christian, your lovely moderator today. Um, to give you a little history on Oral Hall Park, Hall Foundation and Learning Center was founded in 1962. Our mission is to provide facilities, programs, and services, including social, educational, and recreational activities for people who are blind or visually impaired. In addition to these workshops, we offer in-person getaways and retreats at our beautiful park in Sandy, Oregon. And that's um, probably about 45 minutes to an hour outside of Portland. Uh, At the end of this call, I will provide contact information and um, other stuff so you can get in contact with us to learn more or um, get involved, all the things. Um, So without further ado, Deb. Morning and welcome. Thank you so much for having me and I'm so glad that all of you are here. I'm Deb Marinos and I'm a certified mind-body skills trainer for the Center of Mind-Body Medicine. I own a company called Adaptability for Life, and I provide mental health counseling and other products. I'm 64 years old, and I have Usher's Syndrome 2A, which includes retinitis pigmentosa and significant hearing loss. So I see a little tiny bit, and I hear pretty good with hearing aids. So thank goodness for those. I want to make a note that there's a bunch of us here and this is being streamed. So for your emotional safety, since this is a live streamed and also recorded, please do not share anything you would not like to see in the newspaper. There may be opportunities for you to share something, but you know, feel free to only identify yourself by your first name. We really worry about people feeling safe because we're gonna talk about stress and chronic stress is feeling safe all fit in the same thing. So we're gonna talk about how to use movement to help that. I'm really excited to bring these tools to all of you. And I'd just like to be really honest with you this morning was one of those just, you know, before we even got into all the technical difficulties that I got up and I said, no, I, man, I'm just really noting some anger. I've had some recent health issues and losses that have just kind of set me back. And so 
I didn't really want to do my practices. I go out in the morning and I shake and I do certain things and, and, you know, I had to change it. I had to shift it. But I was remembering my trainer who said, yeah, well, you don't feel like shaking, do it anyway. And so I did. And it's amazing how it doesn't change anything, but yet I feel better about what I need to do. And it gives me just a little bit of elastic. It I can't see you know, And that's what we all need. So why are mind-body skills groups so important? You, and they include movement no. for people with vision loss and blindness. So in, I have done these groups for people with ushers and with vision loss before. And what I have discovered in they have discovered is that being able to be heard and really understood by other people has been so helpful in not feeling so alone to know that other people really get how frustrating this is or how frustrating it isn't. So right now, as we would often do in a group, I want to teach you, but I also want you to have some of the experience today. So just check in on yourself. What are you holding tight to? Are your hands balled up? Are you clenching your teeth? And for those of you that say, I'm not holding on anything, can you take a deep breath? Can you really? Does it feel like it's easy? And sometimes we have to blow out before we can blow in. I mean, the stress of trying to show up to a meeting can have its complications and its journey. And as soon as we feel like there's a time pressure and we got to be there, then it just adds to it. And then we have those questions like, am I muted or whatever? Everybody else gets to see the little red thing in the corner and know, but sometimes we can't find it and sometimes we can't. So we often carry this unconscious tenseness chronically. I mean, who knows what we're going to bump into next? So this, for example, if you think about that feeling you get when you're headed out into the world, you know, you're in your head, you're saying, did I forget anything? Do I have everything? You don't want to miss the bus, but you don't want to go without what you need. And you don't want to miss the corner. You don't want to miss the curb. Or you want to make sure your cane or your dog or whatever it is you're using to get around is actually working as advertised. And then if you don't have that challenge, blind people have or visually impaired or sight loss, whatever way you like to refer to yourself, they have, and I, I wrote in my note, dumb people, which is not PC, but um, they are truly probably very nice people that just don't know better. So whatever name you want to give them, who just say annoying things, you know, like the last time you walked into a healthcare office and you hear, what does he or she need? Hello, talk to me. And then that's my all time stressor is what's the dog for? And I'm like, man, I know I can't see, but I don't know about you. Um, we know that life is chronically stressful for all people, especially right now. Never knowing if an invisible virus is lurking, plus the drama around family differences of opinion or sickness is just really added to this lengthy chronic thing. So the Center for Mind-Body Medicine, which is primarily worked with people in violence, after violence, school shootings or disasters or earthquakes or wars, um, we're doing a lot of work here because everybody's having to deal with this chronic stress. And it has a, the model has shown that it's very useful, the group model and the workshops and the skills, however. But there's also published science. They've been doing this for some 30 years. 
none of the techniques are particularly new. They're just gathered from a lot of different traditions and different practices so that people have something new to try. So if you're just not in like this morning, for me to be able to sit and do meditate, I love to meditate and do that stuff, but man, it wasn't happening. So shaking was a really important thing. And there's several types of movement that we teach in the mind-body groups. Um, but shaking and dancing is everybody's favorite. And we're going to try that today to let you see if it does help your body feel just a little bit safer, a little freer, a little less tense or whatever. Sometimes it doesn't really do anything. Sometimes it produces emotions. But And that's okay. We just don't know. And when you try it, you'll get to see what that's like. So I'd like to give you a bit of a mini experience of what it would be like to be in a group. So when every time we come into group, the first thing we do is we start with something called soft belly breathing. And this is an exercise you can do anywhere, anytime, for as long or as short as you need to. And the only time we wouldn't suggest it is if you need to be totally on deck. So, you know, like we would normally say driving, but in this group, I wouldn't say driving. I would say you know, walking down the sidewalk and you need to know where you are. So to do soft belly, the first thing we do is we feel our feet on the floor. We feel where our hands are, unclench them if necessary. Feel our seat on the seat, maybe where your back is. And then begin to softly gaze or look nowhere or close your eyes if you're comfortable. And begin to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. There's no forcedness about it, just gently breathing in, breathing out. But as you do this, try to allow the breath to go deeper in your body. For a lot of people, they focus on their belly. Is my belly moving? Some people like to imagine a baby you know, when they're sleeping and their little tummies go up and down. Or a wave that crashes in and out. Maybe blowing up a balloon. And if you're having trouble letting that tummy muscle relax, you want to breathe out just a little bit harder. And then breathe in and it will deepen. And why is this so important to breathe and allow your tummy to move? It's because way down deep in your belly is the, the end of the vagus nerve. And vagus is Latin for wandering nerve, and it wanders all through your belly. So keep breathing as I talk, letting each out breath relax you just a little bit more. Letting you sink a little deeper into your chair or on your bed or wherever you might be. This nerve wanders all through your organs, through your spine, and eventually ends up at the bottom of your brain. And you can say, I'm relaxed, and your brain can tell you happy, peaceful thoughts. But if your stomach is guarded and it's a knot, your vagus nerve goes up to tell your brain, uh-oh, not safe here. And so your body changes. It doesn't, you know, it does the fight or flight freeze thing that it triggered. And it's an autonomic response for the most part. It can be controlled, but 
basically the idea that instead of just sitting here safely wherever we are in this moment, doesn't matter what deadlines we've got to face, we can just breathe. There's no tiger or lion chasing us. We're okay. But the body needs to know that because when the body is running, it cuts off all the blood supply to your digestion, to your hormone, to your immune system. So honestly, if you want to give your immune system a break, do more soft belly. Just breathe. Allow the next breath if you can find a tight spot in you, let that nice warm breath go to the tight spot. Anywhere, maybe it's your jaw, maybe it's that spot between your eyeballs, maybe it's your neck. Let it warm and soothe. And then with the next out breath, let the tension flow out of you. Sometimes it takes a couple of breaths. Sometimes we need patience because it's just not ready to let go. And then when you're done, you just come right back to breathing in and out. If your mind wanders, which we expect it to, that would be normal. Okay. As soon as you catch it, just be gentle and kind and say, okay, I'll think about you later. Right now I'm breathing. Nothing else matters. All I have to do is breathe in and out. And add this two more breaths. And then we're going to slowly close, open our eyes or focus back on the screen or bring your mind awareness to your surroundings. Gently, not startling your body, just gently coming back into the space. And then as you're coming back, just feel and notice what you feel inside your body. You know, we talked about what tension you might have been carrying when you came in. Is it still there? Is it has eased up a little bit? Does your body feel a little bit different? Just notice it's all okay. If it doesn't feel any different, that's okay too. That's an important part of the group rules is that we're completely honest with each other in our group. Now, that didn't work for me. I didn't like it. It's a perfectly good answer. Just as well as saying, oh my gosh, I so needed that. It just really helped me relax and everything in between. One of the other rules in the group, we usually, the first group, we talk about the rules. It's really important that nobody fixes anybody else. Nobody takes that role of advisor, of having anybody else's answer. And it's my job as facilitator because we all are guilty of it. We all cry it sometimes. So we ask people to consider just holding you, you know, and I'll step in and say, oh, thank you, but, you know, A, it's neither not your turn because we go around and talk in turns, or B, hold that until you your turn, or B, thank you, but we don't, you know, we don't fix here. Everybody's in charge of themselves. They do their own feelings. And that's how we do that. <sighs> so I am going to just take a little bit of a pause here. Um, confidentiality is another rule of the group. There's 
basically five and I don't have them written down and I always have to contemplate and think what the rest of them are. I pass, so you never have to talk if you don't want to talk. Um, and being willing to do the exercises, it's not much good for you if you go into any learning session with the idea of, you know, I already know all this and I'm wasting my time, then you pretty much aren't going to get anything out of it. Even if, you know, I've done mind body groups hundreds of times, then I still learn something every time. If not about something, I learn something else about me. <sighs> so, anybody, we're going to go into some more what to use and how to, we're going to go into shaking and dancing, but I just want to take a pause. If there's any questions, somebody needs to say something. I'm not sure how, if people can unmute themselves. I think they can. Yes, they should be able to. Jean Marie's had her hand up for quite some time. Um, I know I'm totally going to fudge up your name, but it looks like Ranfu. Rantu. Rantu. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if the moderator could speak louder. Like, I hear you very, very clearly. Oh, you mean Deb Marinos? Yes. Mm -hmm. Our presenter. Yes. I'm is not, that, I, I, is that any better? Yes, it is. Okay, good. I just moved in closer. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Marie. I just wanted to apologize for making my big, huge gaffe on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> my computer huh. tabs aren't working right, so I really huh. thought I was muted. I mean, it's this is just the most difficult experience I've had with Zoom so far. Fair enough. All right, next we've got Rachel's iPhone. Can can anybody hear me? Yep. Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Um I have a um question about the um deep breathing. Um does can that by chance um uh turn off adrenaline completely? Yes or no? You know, there, there's a couple of answers I could give you an answer. It's different for everybody. And the research shows, I, I get, let me give you this, this, this answer. For me personally, if I can remember to do soft belly breathing just before they do my blood pressure in the doctor's office, I can drop it 10 points. Really? So if you, if you learn to do it and you do it often enough, you know, when we first start, we ask people to do it three times a day if they can or whenever they think of it. We call them soft belly moments. So every time the microphone don't work or, you know, you're just about to start something stressful or you're bored or whatever, it's a soft belly moment. And if then your body begins to learn that sign and it goes, oh, okay, it's soft belly time. Oh, kind of, you know, kind of like, oh, okay, this works. I can, you know. I can go back to doing what I need to do. So yes, you can teach your body to turn off the adrenaline fight, flight, or freeze system. Um, if you look at the research, and it was interesting because for the longest time, the medical community did not believe that. But in 1950, and in the group, we actually have a teaching session, and this is a piece of it. There was some people 
both here, the Greens here in America, and a, a group of scientists from Harvard that went over to um, India and places over in that area, Manchuria, and they worked with people who were able to change their heart rate, change their breathing, and they thought they hooked them up to a bunch of devices because everybody believed you couldn't do it. And they found that, yes, indeed, people can do it. And can you do this at night when you're going to sleep as well? Yes, very helpful for that. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, John Kingery? Yeah, th this is John and Anne. I'm, I'm the the voice off in the in the distance. <laughs> One of the things that just doing this exercise, I've done deep breathing before, but one of the things on this that I kind of noted was when I gave up focusing on the belly, but was starting to come out, I felt like a, a flow, like an inner flow. And I do some Tai Chi in the morning and it's focusing always on flow. And it was the same kind of experience of a flow. Great. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Anyone else? So are we ready to try something else? That'll be kind of fun. All right, we got a good response. So now we're going to try something a little more active, as we say. There's a there's about 15 skills that we teach, and we teach in the eight-week group. We only get to teach about 10. But so this one, um, and, you know, if you think it's something to say, we can say it at the next break. So. When we talk about physical safety, when we, for blind people, I use, you know, whatever you use, we're going to get up, we're going to shake, you can shake sitting, you can shake laying down, you can shake standing up. Um, standing up seems to be the most fun if you're able to, but if physically that's not good. We need to know that you might have tight spots that will kind of crunch or feel funny when you do it. But you're not supposed to be hurting yourself. Every so often somebody will say, well, it hurts so much. I'm like, don't shake so hard. Right? You're in control of that. You can shake. Shaking is like if you were a kid that used to run your foot. I just caught myself. I'm not a kid anymore, but my foot was running underneath the desk. You know what I mean by running? It jiggles up and down. That's the same kind of feel that shake is. Um, we're going to loosen our body and ankles, but we just start loosening the ankles and the knees and we just kind of shake and vibrate. It's not, you can't do it wrong. There isn't any way to do it bad other than hurting yourself so don't hurt yourself you shake as hard as you can shake and not hurt yourself that's the deal now for blind people we kind of kind of know that we're physically safe and if you have any balance issues it's perfectly okay to be near a wall and stick one finger out and touch the wall or use the back of a chair or something you don't want to be gripping anything super hard but you don't want to fall over and you want to know what space you're in. When I do it on my patio, I literally use these TheraBands like we use for exercise, you know, the big stretchy elastic band. And I wrap it around a railing I have there. And then I keep a little tension on it. And that lets me know that I'm two and a half feet from all the metal objects in my patio. So that if I get a little, you know, lost as I'm shaking, I don't suddenly find myself up against the fence or the cabinet or tripping over a chair. But it's no fun to get hurt when we're trying to reduce our stress. So we're going to do three parts of the shaking. We're going to turn on the music. 
and we're going to shake. That's all we do, we shake. You, you will hear not very well. I will encourage you to remember your jaw needs to be loose. Your, some people, necks and shoulders, they, you know, I will encourage you to keep going. And then I say at 1.30 seconds left. So we're only gonna shake for about three minutes and then we're gonna have about 15 to 30 seconds pause where we just freeze in spot. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to think, we can just breathe. And then the music, a different kind of music is gonna come on and we move to the music. We call it shaking and dancing. It's more of a movement, but it's not a dance. It's not judgment time. One of the things people really struggle with is, oh my gosh, somebody's going to see me jiggling and they're going to do. Well, in our groups, we make it really clear, but if it's an in-person group, we would have everybody face the wall so nobody's looking at anybody. But if it's on Zoom, we just respect the fact that I'm going to be checking to make sure nobody fell down and killed themselves and that, you know, you can hear the music. But the reality is nobody's really interested in anybody else's whatever parts are jiggling. It's just none of our business. And it's so important that, you know, I had a friend one time who came over, totally stopped me. She goes, you do this outside? What do the neighbors think? And I thought, well, shoot, if the neighbors are up at this early in the morning, standing outside with nothing better to do than see what the neighbors are doing, I guess that's their thing. You know, I'm just not, it's so important to me I mean, I sleep better. I know that if I get out in the morning for morning light, it's super important to regulate my circadian rhythm. And if I shake like this morning, I didn't want to do nothing. But, you know, I got to take the dog out anyway. So I take the dog out. I shake. I do my TheraBand exercises. And I just, I mean, when I walk back in, the day just doesn't look quite the same. It looks a lot better in most cases. Sometimes it upsets me and then I have to deal with that. But that's okay. It was there. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna shake to the music. We're, um, the music is music I made, so it doesn't have any copyright, so I can share it with you, just so you know, in case you're worried I didn't steal it. It's usually best for you to make yourself a playlist when you do this, um, so that it's stuff you like to do, right? It's the music that really gets you going. I have one called Raise the Hallelujah, and boy, I tell you, it's got a beat, and at the end, they start howling, you know, really yelling, and, that's perfect because that's about the time I want to stop shaking. So now, Deb, I'm sorry yeah. for interrupting. Did you want to have people's cameras on? Because right now, I think I only saw one person with their camera on. Other than that, everybody else has no camera. Yeah, the cameras can be off. I don't care. And this is okay. Stop, so it's not a group. So there's no rules here. I would, okay. them, you know, they're in charge of themselves if they fall down, right? <laughs> okay, just just making sure. So pretty much yeah, everybody's no, cameras right. is off. And that's good. I'm really glad that you shared that for me. So um, we always like to know what we're missing, right? That's our blind thing. So um, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to shake. And then when it stops, we're just going to breathe. And then when the music starts again, we're going to um, move however your body tells you to move. Maybe it'll your arms want to flap, maybe you want to slide around, maybe you want to dance, whatever ends up being what you want to do is perfectly okay. All right, so I am going to turn on the music and other bright stories. I have it all set up, so we'll see. And if I'm not, I'm going to be breathing because that's what we do. <laughs> 
Let it move your body any way it feels like it needs to move. Doesn't need to be a dance. It doesn't need to be pretty, but it can be. It's whatever feels good, whatever your body is telling you to do.
then gently come back to the meeting again it's always important not to startle your body once you do these things and then just reflect what might have changed in our groups we would have both between both times we would share personally what things what emotions are coming up and how they changed or how they didn't change i know for me i found the second part very i got a little tired with the first part but i i very much enjoyed i don't know it felt a little bit like flying or smooth or like john was talking about flow it felt quite connected so this would be a good time if anybody has questions i know we're got about i don't know five minutes maybe at the most left so the group 42 after right. and and if you could scoot closer to the mic people be able to hear you better okay so i think we have until what 10 till, and then you need time to do your stuff? I think it's five till. Okay, so we have about 10 minutes left. And um, so the group itself, there is a group starting for people with vision loss. And this particular one is not, I mean, I accept donations, but it's not a, it's essentially a free group. Um, we always do groups. Um, so the Center for Mind-Body Medicine has certified facilitators. They have a website, national website, and many, many facilitators lead groups. So you can join any group anytime. It's important to not be in a group with people you know well that you might say things about that you might not want them to have to process. So if you're particularly angry at someone or you're frustrated or they're your boss and you might say, you know, whatever, it's better not to be in the same group. Um, the groups meet all different times of day and night. We are planning a group from 9 to 11 on Tuesdays that starts the end of February. To be in a group, you have to go through an interview to make sure that you're really interested and that you can follow the rules and that you can have all your questions answered so that you end up um, being there. It is important for you to come to all the sessions or at least have the ability or plan to. Um, we know that with COVID and everything else, things happen. So it's not like anybody's going to beat you up if you don't. But it it's interesting how the group bonds. So the exercises and the science and the learning is part of it. The experience of feeling connected to another group of people that don't judge you and don't get to, re you know, they don't get to pick apart what you say. You just say it and then they say what they say and then it touches them and then it just goes around. So it's a nice it's a very nice um, group. So there is also um, on the Mind Body Center for Mind Body is cmbm.org. So like Charlie Mary, Bobby Mary.org, and G as in gamma, is they have self care. You can see some of the exercises. You'll see soft belly on there. You'll see those exercises there. So you'll be able to, um, you know, do some self-care as well. So there's only eight people in a group, I think. I see a couple of hands up. 
You and, and Deb, do. this is Kit Carey. And I would like to just clarify that's 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. That is Pacific time. And, and then my email is Deb, D-E-B, at adaptabilityforlife, all spelled out in letters, dot com. Um, and, and that's how you get a hold of me. Yeah. And we do have, um, last time you offered this in December, we do have those notes that for those who are on our list that um, we'll be sending out post notes. So some of the information can be in that. And if you're not on our email list in a few minutes, when I do closing announcements, I'll tell you how to get a hold of full foundation to get on the list. Great. And then you can either respond how you felt after, or you can have questions or whatever. So who shall we, shall we go Rachel's iPhone first? Well, let me give folks a reminder of how to raise their hands and all the things. So these are toggles, which means if you want to mute or unmute, you press the same thing again. So for APC to mute, it is Alt-A. To raise your hand, it is Alt-Y. If you are on a a Mac, mute is Command-Alt-Shift. To raise your hand is Option-Y. If you are using the app on your smartphone, uh, to mute, look in your lower left-hand corner. If you'd like to raise your hand, then look under the More button in the lower right-hand corner. And if you are on a regular touchtone phone, to mute is star six, and to raise your hand is star nine. And yes, we do have hands. The first one up was a number ending in 638. Yes, this is Beth from New Mexico. And the only way you can get a hold of your organization, Deb, is through your website? Website or email or telephone. My telephone is 503 Seven one five two nine nine. Um, you unfortunately, probably unless it's weekends, you're going to get voicemail because I'm often in conference and can't pick up the phone. But yes, any one of those. Let's see, five seven three eight seven one five two nine nine. Yeah, five zero three eight seven one five two nine nine. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Five zero three. Oh dear, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, because I don't have an email thing or anything like that. Right, right, and I I appreciate that. I'm kind of using a flip phone now. Uh, good. Well, thanks for checking well, in. Good. Thanks. All but right. I have done is... Tai Chi before. Next is Rachel's iPhone. Um, I have a question about the uh, mindful movement. Um, It did bring a lot of energy and it also calmed me down from the anger that I had this morning. Um, Should I use that in the evening or is it better to use mindful, uh, the mindful movement that you showed us during the day? Thank you. Yeah, so that's a super good question. And you know, generally speaking, if we're going to go do exercise, they tell you don't do it at night. I am here to tell you that if I wake up with a really bad dream and I can't get back to sleep, I can get out of bed and shake for a minute or even shake in bed for a minute and fall right back to sleep. So it's going to be entirely personal. It's experimental. You try it. There's nothing wrong with trying it. 
And if it doesn't, you know, if it winds you up and you're awake, then you go, maybe I shouldn't do that again. That, that's the only answer I can give you for that one. But there's no bad time to shake, except, you know, I mean, it's most people with high anxiety might actually, in my practice, we may say, hey, let's, you know, how often do you get anxious? Well, every couple hours. Well, good. Let's shake every couple hours. All right. Next up is friend two. Yeah, I just wanted. Hello. Hi. I just wanted to be clear. Um, the promotional said that there were going to be three exercises taught. So is the one the soft belly and the uh, the other the shaking and the third the dancing? Um. Actually, we would just call that two. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. And well, I guess that the three is news to me. I can okay. certainly give you another one if you'd like. We don't have the time, right? Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think we do. Yeah. So um, if you, you know, if you can give instructions and have it be included in the notes, that would be helpful. Right. I would suggest you go to the website. If you, Are you able to do that, to go to the Center for Mind Body? There's about 10 of them up there. Okay. Do you yes. have it? Yeah, okay. I have it written down. My wife does. Um, okay. and, and then the other question was, is there a ratio of the time for shaking versus the time for movement or dancing? They suggest that you do them about the same, and we try to work up to about seven, eight minutes of each. Okay. Thank you. All right, Jean Marie. I figured it out. <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, my computer was really doing weird stuff. Anyway, um, I am curious about, uh, well, first of all, that, that will directly conflict with the Tuesday morning Zoom call for Hall Foundation, which is too bad. There's a hard time to choose anything this is a zoom thing though that you're talking about right right it is a zoom thing okay um it's it was a fascinating experience thank you very much i didn't understand what shake i couldn't figure out how to shake actually for the first about 30 seconds and and shake my whole body <laughs> right it is kind of a thing you just got to do yeah <laughs> Any other questions, raised hands, comments? Thoughts, feelings? Three minutes is a long time, I can say that. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Um, the, the, when we talk about exercising and not having a way to exercise if it's raining or we can't go out or we got a broken leg or whatever the heck we got, it's interesting. They was, it, there's published studies also on that website. You can see that shaking the, the mind-body groups as a whole is what most of the research is. But they, somebody did an exercise, the physiologist, PT people, and they said 30 minutes of shaking. And I can't imagine shaking for 30 minutes. But if you did, it was equivalent to, I forget how many miles, but it was serious exercise. So it was interesting. Um, this is Ron, too. Um Two of the things, the shaking and the dancing, are, are components of uh, what's called Osho's dynamic meditation. 
And those are two parts uh, of the uh, of the five parts of his meditation. Are you aware of that at all? Yes, and that's the music that we use in the. Um, a lot of okay. people use that for their own practices, uh-huh. but it's copyrighted. So, but yeah, it, it, the Center for Mind Body Medicine. I went through three weeks of immersive training, and then many hours of supervision. And so, yes, there was. It, many of, as I said, none of the practices are particularly original, however they've been adapted. Dr. Gordon, James Gordon, wrote a book called Transforming Trauma um, Recovery. And anyway, he's got a, uh, he's a psychiatrist, and he began his work helping people who were suicidal at residence and medical school. And so the problem was nobody wanted to go to group. Nobody wanted to own up that they were having just, you know, basically so stressed out that they couldn't face life. And so he dared them to shake before they would go into their test. Half of them shook, half didn't. Twelve did, twelve didn't. And everybody that shook got a higher score than the people that didn't. They said, ah, that's a, that's a trick. So they switched the next week. And the same thing happened. Everybody that shook got a higher score. So then they said, well, that can't be. So they decided to do a cortisol test. And what they found was that the people who shook, and they went in the bathroom and shook for three minutes without any music or anything. You just went in the stalls and nobody could see them. And their cortisol level was normal. And everybody that hadn't shook, their cortisol was what would be normal for test anxiety. So the truth is our brains don't work as well when we have high cortisol. And that's just a scientific fact. So yes, it it comes from the Osho meditational practice, but it's been modified so that people can do it in an easy way, if that makes uh-huh. sense. Yeah, thank you. All right, we've got a raised hand from Mommy. Hi, Teresa. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear uh, you. <clears throat> Deb, last time you did this, did you? I think you talked about some sort of vibrating machine or something oh yeah that came up on a thing and and that's out of my ms protocol dr walls terry walls recommend there's a vibration machine you can buy um and my daughter said i can't say that word so i think i'm supposed to call it a platform i don't know anyway um it life pro is the brand i have there's some other brands i don't have any interest in them but what it is is a it's a motor and it and the vape discovered that you're and apparently it's your lymphatic system but you know if you stand on it for 15 minutes a day it's amazing how much better you feel so um but yes that's all part of the same same thing that's not part of the mind body group it's just something else that you know once you get into this stuff you start looking for other ways to move when you can't move yourself for whatever reason thank you I all right. One of those all machines right. This is Carrie. Um, <clears throat> sorry, we. I need to go through announcements because we're being streamed. And um, so thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And Whole Foundation has two more calls today that are not on the ACB community call list. So I'll give the contact info, info <laughs> in, a, in just a second. At one o'clock Pacific time, these are Pacific time. Today, we have Teresa and Hiel are going to do a site and hearing loss group chat. So that's just the peer support. And at 6.30 this evening, one of our board members, E.G. White Swift, is going to talk about what 
whole foundation is doing, services, and it's a great time to provide feedback to the board and what's going on there. So our post-session notes, which I mentioned, can be gone, or if you want to be, our newsletter is a monthly newsletter, and um, to get the notes or the, the weekly Zoom calls, you can dial Whole Foundation at 503-668-6195. Again, that number is 503-668-6195. Or you can send an email to oralhole at gmail.com. And that is O-R-A-L-H-U-L-L at gmail.com. And you can always find us on the web at www.wholeparkfortheblind.org. See, Desiree, there is still Whole Park <laughs> in, our, in, our, um, in our website. Okay, here's a joke. What shakes and sits at the bottom of the ocean? Excuse me. Hello, can anyone hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Hi. Um, I'm sorry. I, my name is Frederica Banks. I came in late, and I'm really sorry about that. But from what I was listening to, it sounds very interesting. So these um, particular exercises, you just... Yeah. Hey, hey can, can you just hang on? And I've got to go through a couple more announcements, and then the streamer sure. has to cut it off. And then, you know, after he cuts it off... We'll let you talk to Deb for a second, okay? Okay, sure. Okay, and and that's everybody, okay? So we always end with a joke. So what is a nervous, I mean, what's shaking and sits at the bottom of the ocean is a nervous wreck. Ha ha. (laughs) And we have words of wisdom. Ooh. (laughs) Keep your dreams alive. Understand that to achieve anything requires faith and belief in yourself, vision, hard work, determination, dedication. Remember, all things are possible for those who believe. And that was written by, said by Gail Devers, who was actually a track star in the Olympics and um, things like that. So, Anyway, everybody, thank you so much for joining us on A Whole Foundation Presents, and have a wonderful day.